Welcome back to the School of Calisthenics. Jacko here and it is another positive podcast, hopefully reaching your ears on this beautiful Monday morning. Um, no, that's a lie because it's actually Thursday because I'm it's going out Monday. So hopefully it's a beautiful, I'm being positive, hopefully it's a beautiful day uh, on Monday. And today we're talking about how to get back into training because when you've had like a bit of time off or, or whatever that may be. Um, just before we delve into that, very excited about um, the nutrition course that we just launched at the weekend. Um, it is available on the launch offer for a one-off purchase of £100 or if you're lucky enough to be a VIP member or want to be a VIP member of our virtual classroom, it is part of that VIP uh, package or membership. So you get it as part of your VIP membership or you can buy it. It's normally £150 but this launch offer is reducing the nutrition for health and performance course down to 100 quid. We've done it in tandem or, or built the course with a, the newest member uh, of the School Card Science team, which is registered dietitian nutritionist Michelle Manking, who works in the MLS in the United States of the Major League Soccer uh, with professional uh, football teams out there. So a host of experience and expert knowledge in sports performance and obviously that health and nutrition area. Uh, we focus it on a or there's a health first focus to it because we believe that a healthy a healthy body will function recover and perform at its best when we have the health of it at the heart of our um, our plan and our our energy and our efforts the other thing i wanted to mention was um pos- uh, a podcast that we did last week with uh, dr jen fit talking about mobility i'm getting really big into my um, breath work i'm actually doing the instructor uh, course with uh, with the oxygen advantage and a number of you have read uh, read that book and have sort of followed or joined me on that journey of uh, trying to improve the way that we breathe um, and the effect that it has on all of us so she's she's talking she's a physiotherapist uh, in the united states she is everyone's in the united states now uh, she's from the united states and um yeah, great podcast talking about mobility, but she really talks about the the importance of breath at the beginning of that in a in a probably a slightly different way that we've heard before, um, but really simple and easy to follow. Some things you can put in straight away if you haven't listened to that podcast. Um, I think it was podcast one hundred forty six. Don't take my word for it, but I think one hundred forty six. Uh, but Doctor Jen Fit, uh, the title of it is "What Area of Your Body Are You Neglecting?" Um, and there's some really interesting stuff in that. Um, some simple stuff we can do with our breath um, in terms of slowing down those exhales, stimulating or trying to promote a parasympathetic response, that that relax, uh, that rest and relax sort of um, response to uh, as, as part of our training um, and as part of our mobility work and really loved her philosophy and resonated with us in that it's uh, let's not see these things as separate like oh, I must do my breath work over here I must do my mobility work over here and then I'm going to do my muscle ups over here and then I'm going to do this strength training here and then I'm going to do my conditioning actually think about how many of these things they're all influencing your body and your body is one thing how can we we body and mind how can we use um, all of these things together to help improve us and our and ourselves so uh, just a quick thing shout out then for this one about how to get back into training when you've had a bit of time off martin taylor specifically asked uh said a bit of enjoying the positive podcast which i appreciate so it's been a bit of a break and a delay from from the previous one i've had a bit of time away and uh, had a bit of a uh, a holiday or a staycation in the uk um and uh went to cornwall and actually experienced this myself 
was away for two weeks. I'd had a bit of like demotivation before I went away. I didn't really do much training for like a week or so beforehand. So effectively, by the time I come back, I'd probably had a good three and a half, four weeks where I'd not really trained and uh, shared Martin's sentiment. And I know I've had a couple of messages from other people as well of um, you would like some practical help and advice, I guess, of things we can do to get back into training, whether you've had time off through an injury, whether you've had time off uh, because of some sort of like bad news or something that's just forced you to have time off, or whether you've just decided to have um, a bit of a deload or or um, just some rest, you know, whatever it may be, we're going to look at, or I, I just appreciate this at the start of this, that getting that first session back in or getting back into it just in general can sometimes be a little bit of... Uh, a little bit of a challenge, a little bit of hard work. It can be daunting at times. And we're going to explore um, why that might be the case. Because I think that understanding that could actually help us feel less daunted um, and less anxious about getting started. Um, number one, then, to start this off is be kind. That's like, be kind to yourself. Also, obviously, be kind to everyone. But be kind to yourself because I think this is a potentially bit of the root of the whole thing of going like, the reason is the reason why I am um, find it a bit daunting or a bit anxious to get back into training because I'm worried that I'm not going to be as good, as strong, as fit as I was before. And not stressing about that and taking away that sort of anxiety based on the mindset that I don't have to be as good as I was when I was there, when I came back before. It's part, it doesn't, in that one session, you know, for some people, so context-wise, some people, if you've been overtraining for quite some time, actually a deload and taking some complete rest, you might actually come back. And that first week back, you might actually feel better because you've been overdoing it before. That is a, that is a potential. Um, it could be when you deload that you start some of your, like, uh, your elbows and things, some of the tendons can start to feel a little bit. They don't like a sudden complete, you know, if you go from doing quite a lot of work to and putting tension through them to literally nothing, um, they sometimes don't really like that complete change in load. And so it might be, um, it, it might take you a little bit more time to get back into things. Um and, you know, just being kind to yourself and just accepting and appreciating, okay, this is currently where I'm at and, and that's okay and it's okay to be there and I don't have to be in a rush to get back to where I was before. Um, and the thing I really loved about this um, this concept was from a podcast that Johnny Wilkinson, the, the England World Cup rugby winner, sort of a bit of a um, a hero, I guess, of mine when I was, when I was young growing up playing rugby. Um, he did a podcast with, um, it's called the High Performance Podcast, um, and he said that, that that idea of there's just putting pressure on ourselves to go when I, he was talking about some of the injuries he had and he was like right when I come back I'm going to be I'm going to be I've got to get back to that level I was at before um, and the problem there's two things he was sort of saying about this one of the problems is or the main thing he was saying is that you having an idea of what that is of going I'm going to get back to that to that level I was at before it's that's just setting yourself a limit rather than going, you know, what's to say that you can't be better than you were before? But at the same time, it's a case of when you're striving to get back to that particular point, we're just putting undue pressure on ourselves that we don't need to. And actually, if we can focus on the process and go, right, this is where I am right now. 
I feel better for my time off or I feel worse for my time off, wherever it might be, this is, I'm, I'm happy or content or I'm just accepting of where I'm at currently. And that's got to be the starting point of just being kind with that. From there, we can then move forward because we can talk about what we're going to do in that first session. We can talk about planning how we move forward. But we've got to get to that point where we go, it's okay if I don't feel as good as I did before, but I don't need to feel daunted by getting started because actually I'm not going to judge myself of whether I'm at how much strength I've lost from this time off. Because the reality is, depending on how long you've been off, you might might not have lost any strength at all. And I say, sometimes you might actually feel better for having that time off to recover. Um, So don't judge yourself, be kind to yourself. And then that final point is like, stay in that process of just what, what is this, what is it like today? And what am I going to actually do about it today? You stick in that process rather than looking ahead to like, oh, by this time I've got to get back to that level I was at before. Because what's to say, why do you need to, why do we need to limit ourselves? Like Johnny Wilkinson said, why do we need to limit ourselves to that? Why not just stay in that process? And actually, well, I may well, but it doesn't matter if I don't, but I may well get, may well get back to that and I may actually su- uh, supersede that. So don't judge yourself. Be kind to yourself and then let's think about um, or and, and just understand that um, context because that relates to your expectations of what that first session is going to be like to come back to. We just need to, that's a little bit of like self understanding what's what's good for yourself. Do you, do, having time off when you come back, I what sort of, what are those anxieties based on or in terms of getting back in or are you just like super energised and pumped because you're like, well, I've had that time off, like I want to get back in session. I just, I know the first couple of sessions are going to be a little bit hard because my, my body's just not used to it. Or, crack, I've actually been overtraining. I feel I feel good for having that time off, but I'm still, still don't actually feel like training. Maybe you need a little bit more time off or, yeah, let's get back in and let's, and let's see where, let's see where we're at. So in terms then of, so that's just like setting the mindset towards getting back into it. Next up, let's talk about like practically what are we then going to go and do? Um, And my sort of advice, generally speaking, obviously everyone is an individual and everyone, you know, is going to potentially need something slightly different. But on a general terms, let's think about starting small and building back up, particularly if you're in that camp of like you've had some time off for various different reasons. Mentally, that might be quite difficult because it was like, say it was like some some bad news or some personal stuff or family stuff that you've got that to deal with as well. It's another stressor onto the body, onto the system. Um, so let's start small and let's just build back up gradually. The same way we would like provide a progressive overload when we're thinking about periodizing our training. Let's do the same thing with building this back up. That 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 seems sensible. That seems to to make sense. We don't need to try and be where we were. Do the same session we the last session that we did previously. Like that's fine. And don't. I think that's just to reiterate a point I made earlier. Like don't stress and create anxiety over whether you're going to be like as strong as you were before or as fit as you were before in that first session. It's fine if it's not. And they say. You never know, like depending on where you're at, that recovery might have done you some good. Um, so start small, build back up. And then with that, let's let's start with a more sort of generalized approach rather than like super specific work. So say your goal was you're working towards your handstand or, you know, you go back in to do your handstand. It's more of a skill-based thing than a strength-based thing. And done it in a while, it, it may not feel great. Um, so if you just like chase that for the whole session, you're not going to feel good if you haven't felt like you've made progress. So it's setting yourself up for success. Small stuff, 
a little bit more general rather than specific. Um, but saying that, the caveat to that is sometimes if I take a load of time off something, this happened with, um, I'm still a miles off being able to do a single arm handstand for more than a split second. But when at the times when I've trained it quite regularly, like every week, compared to then having a big block of time, it could be like three months without doing any of it. And then I come back to it just for a bit of fun one time. And it's like, I do the best one I've ever done. My golf game is like that as well. I play golf like sort of like once a year or twice a year or something. It's like, you can play golf for ages. You go back in, the first few balls you hit are absolutely brilliant. And then you start focusing on it and trying to then do really well. And then it falls to pot. Because part of that, I think, is down to the fact that like, when you have no expectations, you just let it happen. Whereas when you start to then change, you hit a few good shots, you're like, ooh, you, you start putting pressure on yourself because of those expectations to, right, well, I'm playing well now, I've got to keep playing well, rather than to get you to the point of playing well, it was like, no expectations, I'm just going to like throw this club at it and just sort of see what happens. And you're just Im- immersed in the moment and just working yourself through the process probably. So I, I, I didn't think I was going to, that just came off the top of my, my head in terms of that analogy. Anyone that plays golf will know what that's like. Um, but I think that's a good, really good example of how those expectations change. So if you go in with the expectations that my handstand needs to be as good as it was before and it doesn't feel as good, well, you're going to potentially beat yourself up. So do something much easier, like do some some work on the wall for your handstands where you're just building back up a little bit of used to being upside down for a little bit of time, build up some capacity. Like you don't have to try and do anything that's too specific or too hard. Um, so sort of wrapped up in that, so we've got small building back up, being a little bit more general rather than specific. And within that, like pick stuff that you enjoy, um, something that you like doing, that you have fun do that you want and that you're sort of like motivated to want you to do it um, to help us in that process of getting started you know we can't forever shy away from the things that we're not good at that we know we need to do but let's set ourselves up for success i've said that previously let's set ourselves up for success with small simpler stuff a little bit more general but something that we do actually enjoy and you get that sense of reward that dopamine hit of of achievement when you go yes like i've done that like even and you know, don't be sort of, you don't have to try and do something that's super difficult to give yourself, to allow yourself to feel that like sense of achievement and sense of reward. Um, Cause that's just going to help build up that confidence, build up that desire and motivation to want to come back and then do another session rather than say you pick something, you don't start small and build back up and you pick, you don't start general and you start with something quite specific a little bit hard you go with the expectations that you want to be as good as you were before um and you say maybe maybe you even throw on the fact that it's like you don't even really like doing this you just know it's actually the thing that you need to work on the most the chances of that training session being one that lifts leaves you feeling uplifted and wanting to come back and train again um is very very small so it's not to say that you're not going to like do some of those sessions once you've built back up but it's Give yourself the best chance of succeeding. Give yourself um, that sort of recipe for success. So starting small, building back up. Think a little bit more general rather than specific. And then picking something that's fun or something that you like and that you can get a sense of reward uh, from by accomplishing something. We know that we get that. Uh, The dopamine uh, hit that we get or the dopamine response is actually to do with rather than when you actually achieve the thing, it's when you just before that, you when you think you're going to achieve something, that's when you get that that feel good uh, reward of that dopamine hit. So 
picking some stuff that you're going to be able to get that like yes I'm going to be able to do this um, it do, we don't have to redefine our impossible on our first session back um, that's for sure so that's uh, that's sort of the the wrap up and that's it in in my thoughts in a nutshell of how and th these are the things that I've used to to get myself back into training after personally having uh, that time off as well um, and the reality is for me uh, I haven't really done anything particularly hard yet in my training even back two weeks now um, been working a lot more on sort of just range of motion mobility stuff we've got the mobility workshop coming up um, actually on Saturday 17th of October the beginners one is sold out the progressions workshop I think has got a few spaces left um, and it's you know all levels and abilities welcome we do have like the beginners and the progressions set up so um, but it's not like you don't have to be able to do the splits i can't do the splits you don't have to be able to do the splits to be able to come to that progressions workshop it is online so you can access that from anywhere in the world and i'll put the details um in the in the show notes a link to that mobility um workshop um which is online which i've done via zoom uh, with me and georgie by the way and she's amazing so we're all going to learn a lot from her um yeah so that's uh, for me like if i tried to do some really hard stuff now would it would it feel good? Probably not. Um, do I feel particularly like super strong at the moment compared to say like in the middle of lockdown when my training was like really on board? No, um, definitely not. But am I more accepting of that? Yeah. Um, am I more comfortable with that? Yes. Um, and that's been a journey that probably actually doing these podcasts, all the different conversations I have with Tim like on the podcast as well as off the podcast has definitely helped me become more uh accepting of just like where we're at and with uh, where you know where we're at with our training and stressing less over the progression and being a little bit more immersed in just enjoying accepting um where we're currently at at any given day um, and i think that that if we can do that in our training it gives us the chance to take that from our example of training those of us that love training hopefully you're listening to podcasts you obviously coming because you enjoy your training is like take that example or um, from from the sort of training world and go okay can I then can I apply that to the wider world um, of my life rather than just training because you know then it lets me be happy in all areas of my life and pretend and hopefully have a positive impact on everyone else that is around you friends family and loved ones so getting a bit deep and fluffy at the end there but it's important right like training is important moving and being healthy is like being healthy i think is like the number one because unless you are healthy everything else goes out the window um but having that perspective of going right you use training as like the sort of vehicle to help me learn about how to be how to be a better better person and how to enjoy my life and be a positive influence on those around you and if you can do that you know, you have that positive effect on those people around you and they're going to learn that and hopefully take that and see that from you and, and, and continue to pass that pass that on. And in the current uh, sort of world pandemic that we find ourselves in, any positive influence we can have on ourselves and on others around us is only going to help all of us get through this together. 
So thank you for listening to the podcast. If you have any questions for me, you can contact me specifically on my email is David. So Jacko is my nickname. David is my first name. My mum calls me. Uh, David at com. Hi, mum, if you're listening. I don't think she listens to the podcast. Um, and... Uh, yeah, please leave us a review on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you listen to the podcast if you haven't yet. We'd really appreciate that. If you think this is something that um, a friend of yours um, would enjoy listening to and take some value from, then please do share it um, with them. And uh, yeah, if you have any other topics or requests, whether it's requests for guest-wise for us to get onto the podcast or topics you'd like us to discuss, please do get in touch either on that email or via Instagram Um send us a a dm a direct message or tag us in any sort of posts or things that you do around the podcast we'd love to see those um other than that stay safe stay well until next time class dismissed